Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe. And I'm Roger Berman. We are very excited to be launching our very first podcast called Works For Us. We've been together for almost 30 years now. We're in business together. We have kids together. And despite the fact that we live in Los Angeles, we're still married together. We'll also be interviewing guests who are navigating all kinds of relationships. Like marriages, work, creative partnerships, it really doesn't matter. It could be any relationship. It just needs to be two people that know each other. Subscribe to Works For Us with Rachel Zoe and Roger Berman on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 420 Day Fiance. Hello, I am the founder of Quick Leashes. The quickest leash to attach and detach to your dog uh, with a proprietary magnet technology that is yet to be patented, but it is awaiting patent approval. Yes, that is me, Sophie Alexandra. Wow. These get longer and longer every time. Hi, I am uh, Judd Apatow's twin brother, (laughs) Spud Apatow. Um... AKA Miles Gray. Um, <laughs> he has stolen everything from me. And oh. one day I shall be avenged. Um, what did he steal? Like some of his ideas he stole from you? Every one of those movies is actually written by me, Spud wow. Apatow. Wow, wow, wow. So you are you were actually the 40-year-old virgin. Yes. Did he write that? Did Judd Apatow write that? Yes. That? Well, okay, I don't know. Spud Apatow did. Okay, and this bit has gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Ring the alarm. Oh, well, thank you, everybody, for hopping on, putting us in your earbuds, in your brain skulls one more time for this week's edition of 420 Day Fiance. What's 420 Days Fiance, Miles? <laughs> I don't know. What is 420's Day's Fiance's? What is it? Oh, oh, it's a podcast featuring the most, the most elevated, the highest conversation, the highest level thinking around the show, 90 Day Fiance, in all of its iterations. But we dial in like no other podcast out there. This is part game show. It's part recap show. We award points. And we also give out penalties. When the people act ridiculous. And sometimes, you know, a lot of these people are end up already in Transylvania. But anyway, that's the wrap. You already know what the show is. Also, sometimes the people are us. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. People knew. Whew, there was a time it looked like I was never going to see the light of day. And I was going to be stuck in Transylvania. You were the mayor of Transylvania for quite a while. I feel like I was uh, it was hard city. for you to give it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what can I say? It was a dark time. But now you I'm here. You and Alicia I've seen Keys were running that town. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, wait. No, isn't that Rihanna? Yes. Wait. Yes. Ugh. You know yes. what? That's a penalty. That's, 
Oh, you're thinking of Run This Town. I'm thinking of New York. Oh, we're gonna. Mm, 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 we're gonna run know. this town tonight. Judges, judges, what do we think? We're okay. gonna run this town tonight. Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. In my mind, I think we were both thinking the same one, but I will let this one pass. <laughs> what does algorithm say? The truth is out there. That's all it gave us. <laughs> no points. Uh, just a conspiracy just, theory. It's like the, it's when the algorithm shrugs. Um, yeah. Wow. We're getting the end of season four of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, right? Yes. This was episode 14. I don't know, man. We're, this is like one of those latter season, like late in the season episodes that just absolutely stinks. Uh yeah, I texted you. I was like, "This is so fucking boring." Yeah, yeah. Um, usually in the beginning of the season is the time. It's like Christmas for us, like trash Christmas, mm-hmm. because then mm-hmm. when we're watching it, we'll be texting each other like, "Oh yes. my god!" Can and like all caps. I'm like, "What did Pony? this just happen?" What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, as it gets towards the end of the season, you'll see we just become like straight up haters because the show is just like trashed towards the end and they drag it out too far this should have been over three episodes ago i should have already been recapping the second part of the fucking reunion show with you right now we should have been we should have been recapping a new season by now bitch yes when i started this show i wasn't even pregnant now my son is in college. He's going right. to be a doctor soon. You know what I mean? After, I know. Unbelievable. Not college. Med school is what I'm saying. And he's the treating point is, my balding. <laughs> he's Off the books, though, because he's cure. not certified. But, you know, I trust <laughs> that's, him. That's how that's good this kid is. the only thing he cares about is, you know, is men having a lot of hair on their heads. <laughs> yep. He said, he is, here, of course, just play gay. into this trope just, of masculinity. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear what you said. Was it scathing? Uh, all may I have said, saved my ego. No, I just said that um, my son is obviously gay because he cares about superficial beauty standards of men. It was a long way to go for that joke. Oh, boy. I left already. uh, (laughs) I left while telling this. I actually moved. (coughs) I'm no longer podcasting from Los Angeles. (laughs) Uh, At this point in the season, we pretty much know everything. Like the only card there was left to play was is Lana real and we're way past that and that was like that was something they should have done in the tell-all but I realized that this actually ended up happening so fuck it but I think they could have got to this quicker I don't know because I think now at the whole point David and Lana are pretty much carrying the whole episode honestly I feel like Everybody's storyline right now is a storyline we've seen before. The mm-hmm. only shocker was that Lana is real and they for sure should have held that shit for the reunion when that bitch walks uh, in is like, I but, am real. I mean, like, are you new? Are you? Yeah. Do you want us to take you to school? Like, come on. I mean, so let's just get into David and Lana because they're the I mean, after that, I feel like then we'll pretty much snooze through all the other couples. Like, I, I couldn't believe how little there was and i'm sorry k1s though this is the big part of the meal right here i'm sorry this is an appetizer heavy dinner we're having and then the entree is oh just a warm like empty plate no you know what it is it's like when you go to a really fancy restaurant and like the meal was like pretty good and then 
you're waiting for a dessert that is like a bazillion dollars and you're like this fucking better be worth it and then mm-hmm. it comes and it's like some shitty panna cotta and it's not even yeah. done right and you're like what the wow. fuck this is soupy this is very, a very specific very specific, specific review disappointment uh, this panna cotta is a soupy um, i mean one i'll ask you off mic where that restaurant is and then we'll blackmail them into giving us free food yeah i mean just give me like pie like what are we doing <laughs> easy pivot so come coat mcgee and his 28 plus 16 year old go on their first date here come neo seen. king of bo okay so well, how old do you think she is i think she's 40 i think she's 42 maybe yeah they say she's 28 yeah i've said from the beginning she she's be not 20 i think she's 38 38 i think she's thir- she's in her 30s for sure i'm guessing 35 to 38 that is my guess yeah she which i think would be better for whatever the bottom line is they're going on their first ridiculous date and she looks so nervous like her energy was so nervous like like someone about to do their first like a first job for a hitman kind of energy where you're like like yeah i'm cool i'm cool because like you know you're about to kill this person or something there that was like energy was the energy of a person who's afraid to get touched by somebody really really creepy but then they are forcing themselves to hang out because they want to move to america yeah well so here we go another couple that uses a fucking translation app to communicate because that always goes terribly um i'm surprised by how good the app is honestly yeah they were talking pretty like not like laboriously it was just like very let me give you let me speak at a normal pace pretty clear translations i don't think it was correcting anything like after the fact in post right no that app was really good Mm. i was shocked honestly um but it's just so many times my skin crawled during the david alana segment like to (laughs) to to hug a woman and and then creepily say to the camera i want more affection from lana Mm. just disgusting he Just, is, please, are you a cannibal? Stop making those noises. He is so horny. Like, it's... And he just wants to put his hands all over her. Honestly, I'd respect she, him more if he wanted to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Because <laughs> right now, he's just so sexually creepy <laughs> that it's so upsetting. I wish that he was like, my game is murder. I would respect that more. Uh, yeah, it's fucking alarming. And she's so, her body language is so, so like, mm, thank you. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So when he tells her, like, he hired the PI Ugh. to figure out she was real or like what was going on. That pretty much ended the date, like, right there. And that, like, was also, that comes right after, like, a cutaway of the producer asking, like, hey, so, um, how much money has David, like, sent you? And she's like, <laughs> Can I I'd like skip to skip this, this question. question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking comment. Um, do you ever remember someone in, someone in school, like, would do that shit for a thing you could never do that for? And you always kind of admired their balls. What do you mean? Or, like, the teacher would call on them. And, you know, they'd be like, uh, so, yeah, what's uh, the quadratic equation? Miles. And you'd be like, 
uh yeah i'm skipping that one oh. <laughs> or you'd be like oh next question and the teacher would be like yeah I, no that's not that's baller <laughs> nah if someone did that shit in class uh you know you what i'm gonna pass kind of, on that one um, you didn't what? see those kind what? of you have those entitled kids in your fucking class i don't know wow that's pretty wild like you would just be like shamed i remember like my math teacher would be like really what's going on i had this one math teacher yo he will rage the fuck out like it he would throw his like diet coke at the wall and shit like in a oh my god are you serious yes and i'm not gonna say names or nothing but like he was wild but he was like he had injuries though so he would be like on medication and things like that so he was kind of like i I don't know what was like a drug addict that was going through withdrawal or i I'm not going to speculate because he was a great math teacher, but it was wild sometimes to just watch this dude. Uh, anyway, how is he a great but that's what math my math teacher. class was like. I'm so sorry. How is he a great math teacher? He physically threw something at the wall. Who is he? Stephanie? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. You know what? <laughs> yep. I'm hearing that. That is Castlevania. All right. Thank you. That's true. That shit was wild. <laughs> because actually, you know what? I, oh my god, that's negative one hundred. No, you know what? It, oh for my, no, dark no, 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 no. phoenixing Miles and fucking him up like this. Hold on, you just dark phoenix the fuck out of me right now because you just dug up a repressed memory. It was he was mad that the only other uh, black kid in class, this girl, she was asleep when he was uh, like giving a lecture, and like. People would fall asleep in that fuck in that motherfucker all the time. Like we're you're fucking seventeen, sixteen. You don't throw shit because a kid falls asleep. Yeah. Well, like suddenly, like you'd be like, and oh, and you're asleep. What the fuck is going on? But like not at like it was away from the students at least. But it was just like. But you're like, yo. You're literally making excuses for him, excuses for him, like he's your abusive dad. You're like, I well, know. I wow. was acting up. That's probably why he did it. There's no excuse to be a teacher and throw a diet coke at the wall. Thank you. Thank no. You. Thank you. That's some shit my immigrant mom would do when she that was mad. That was Sophia saved my life. And she was really stressed. Yeah, you're welcome. That's two million. Yeah, dude, that was trash. That was a trash move, actually. You don't do that shit. Not in front of kids, man. That's not cool. And I used to run into that dude at the supermarket all the time, and he would be buying those little four packs of Sutter Home, like those mini, mini bottles. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. four pack of mini bottles of wine you can buy. Of course. Like a, that and like the hot deli fucking, you know, fucking smorgasbord to go. And there were multiple times I would like run into him at the same time, and he would. My man was, was rage eating meats at yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's why I would remember the quadratic equation. <laughs> <laughs> that's plus fifty k for bringing that around. Oh, that man. was that never was beautiful. Lose, never lose sight of uh, why we'd go on these tangents. <laughs> they, they, there is, is a reason. This is how I know you went to UCB, okay? That's you heralded <laughs> the shit out of that. Make sure, man. Don't just make it meandering. Uh, and I didn't even have a wig on. Shout out to Groundlings, my first love, uh, where I first wasted thousands of dollars. <laughs> oh, I remember the first time I got grifted. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. iOS, love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's first grift, and you're like, yeah. 
and that'll be that. And I do that for a couple times. Next thing you know, I'm on the office. Um, so <laughs> hey, it worked for us. Look, we got yeah. an, a podcast about 90 Day Fiance that we get to get high for. Come oh, on, the secret I'm, works, man. And by the I secret, I mean improv. Bless from heaven. <laughs> Every day of my life, I have. I can. That's why I, I do as much as I can to be good. That's the least I can do for these blessings. And you can have them too with my motivational tape with Sophia Alexandra. Start today with one payment, a down payment of $998.99. Okay? But wait, there's more. There is more. What is it, Miles? What's the more? Okay, well, wait a... Man, you didn't... See, this is why I don't do improv anymore. And not no, see, that was very anti-improv. I can't twice. put you on the spot like that. I have to give you a gift. Um, I didn't yes, sh- Andrew Miles. This was... Well, okay. I also need to shout out uh, this Weed I'm Smoking Crescendo by THC Design. Okay? Oh, cool. I am smoking some more of Exhibit's company's weed. So he has two companies. Wait, are you done me. with that grenade? Um, Almost, honestly. What I'm smoking right now is his... Just Mary brand. This is Purple Rain, twenty eight percent THC. Oh, I rolled a little JJ of that. Whoa, wait, that's his brand. Um, yeah, he has two Napalm and Just Mary. Are, okay, now I'm or he collaborates with Just Mary. Okay, I don't up. mean to get on X to the Z exhibit. Uh, shout out somebody who would represent the West Coast uh, faithfully. Uh, but the marketing man, that logo design needs some help. I like the grenade. The grenade is genius. Yeah, I decided not to to really hotbox my office today, so I went for rolling a joint. So David and Lana, back to them. <laughs> okay. So um, so I like that she thought that David knocking on doors was fully insane. Yeah, it, he he was like, "What was going on with this wild goose chase?" And she was like, "Honestly, I don't know this dude. Why would I do that?" And yeah, her shock was very much like maybe i wonder if things would have gone differently if he hadn't kept coming back like that there maybe would have been a chance where she could have found a way to like open up to a relationship to him whereas now she's like he has to like fight a deficit he's created because he's been so weird and creepy yeah except for she already knew he was weird and creepy she's been talking to him yeah. for seven years <laughs> yo i wonder that what some dude of those is chat creepy logs look immediately like. oh my god nothing just fucking emojis he's an idiot can, remember can you he, imagine no you know there's some there's some chris hansen style shit he attached as much importance to emojis as fucking yolanda you put a rose know, by but, my name and, and a rose by my name but i th- i have a feeling he was getting out of pocket and typing some weird, you know, old lecherous man shit on there. Like, I would love to feel all of your body from the inside, all caps, bold, italic, red font. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, but he's grotesque in person as well. Just Um, like behavior wise, like just. Yeah. The He's weird, like the weird laughing and holding on to her too long, and and then when a grown ass man at sixties like, hey, can we bowl for a kiss if I get a yeah. strike? I'm like, so you have no game. Woo. You are pathetic. But can we? J- let's back up to bowling. Let's just back up. Yeah. So he realizes, you know, like this is his last shot. Basically, he articulates as much that like he has to go. He has to make moves. 
because he's like, you know, I'm really not feeling um this uh you know this like feeling and like the physical part isn't there like which is reminiscent of what was homegirl's name his other last um Ukrainian friend who's Anya? just like now his home was that his was that her name I think it was Anya but I don't remember maybe. yeah but like her. Like that same thing where it was a... Which you just yes, didn't Anya. connect physically. No, yeah. what it is is you expect the pussy right. to just fucking envelop you the second they see you. That is not how women work. What is your You've fucking You've put problem? another person off with your just f- lack of like any idea of like consent or anything. You're just like, hi, I'm here. Let me open my hot ass jacket. <sighs> I, can't. The, I can't also yo his pants are so baggy too i'm now realizing i i was i have to kept I, like i was pausing and really breaking down the entire look and the jeans are really 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 very baggy um i would even prefer to see boot cut at that point not something so uh, uh, voluminous yeah it was like me in like 2000 basically it's kind of like when you see a dude in yoga who's wearing like those big ass linen pants and he's or like you just always like, doing I remember too much a, and is like too sweaty. Or you do the thing where like you find jeans at like Ross that are dope, but they're too big for you. But you don't know how to fucking alter that shit. If you could, they would look great and you've successfully f- done the Ross flip. But mm. you're a teenager and an asshole and you bought it with like weed money so you're not gonna like to ask your mom to do she's like where'd you get the fuck these she's like gotta cuff them and shit and they look all goofy that's what the fuck this dude looks like people know the struggle you buy the overly baggy jeans that didn't fit and you had to cuff them and they were too baggy and they didn't look right but they were so cheap I think we've all done the thing where like you're an idiot and you think that brand names mean something yeah. And you're like, I'd rather have the thing with the brand name that's not in any way appropriate for my body or right. style or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> and then you just buy it, but you're like, no, I'm going to make it work. Um, yeah. I I got as a gift a white sweatshirt that said guess in it and red on the front. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like so cool. And then I got my period on it. And honestly, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was my, it was God being like, Sophia, <laughs> stop it. Oh, I had such a no great, one needs you to wear this <laughs> uh, super sale fit a Mecca t-shirt there's a brand we call them, that was called Mecca I had a Mecca t-shirt with Gerbo jeans uh, G-I-R-B-A-U-D uh, which was they. I used to only see them in like ads in the source magazine or like double XL or, or King And but then I saw them at Russ I'm like oh yes because there wasn't really a store you could buy like those brands like mm-hmm. as quickly as you used to you have to be really really on back in the day to get those brands and i've the jeans fit terribly the shirt literally <laughs> one sleeve was kind of off i only wore it once and like a uh, girl man, noticed the fucking irregular shit man yeah That's the what girl, it was. girl called I me out regular like, shirts Fuck. too and i had to put my echo hoodie back on <laughs> with the big rhino in front <laughs> <laughs> oh um, I, I remember that shit. i remember wearing off-brand uh palists like uh birkenstock imitations and like birkenstocks you know had like two of the stra- two straps or whatever mm-hmm. and the fake birkenstocks were like four <laughs> or uh, whatever just the wrong number it. and the buckles are just like not right i was like this is good <laughs> so speaking of like back in the day the way Dave's whole game is based on like being a horny junior high kid. 
So like, he's like, I got to do something. I got to take it to the next level. So his ploy is to basically be like, okay, they go bowling. So he goes and he says, let's make a bet. If I bowl a strike, if I knock all the pins down in this game while we're bowling, you have to give me a kiss. And she, you know, reluctantly kind of, I don't know if she actually agreed. I couldn't, I, I may have looked away, but she wasn't enthusiastic about this bet. <laughs> then cut to this shit. This dude is being like, yeah, so uh, I was a professional bowler. Yo, what the fuck are you doing, Dave? Come the fuck on. You the thing a- is, though, when they showed a picture of him from when he was a professional <laughs> bowler, his whole aesthetic made sense suddenly. Yeah. You're like, like a weasel. oh, he was like, he had that shitty like porn stash. And he looked like had- a bad guy in Ratatouille. <laughs> yes. He had that weird <laughs> like plastered down to his head, like straight 70-ish yeah. hair. And yeah, uh. he was. He was such a trashy uh, bowling dude. You could really just see it. But then so, just to front like and say that you're a professional bowler and then suck so badly at bowling. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. She starts bowling. Her skills are, you know, fine uh, for just any normal person who's like bowling, who's not a professional bowler, just, you know, having fun. And he gets out there and he's like, it's time, baby. And basically, this man is bowling, and his dick is on the line right now. He needs to fucking hit a strike. (laughs) And before we tell you what happens, let's take a quick break. And we'll tell you if he saves his penis. We'll be right back. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, cause they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more. Just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. So, where did we leave off? Yes, his fucking every horniness is on the line did you when he set up that he was a professional bowler did you just think like this is such a like who thought of this do you think he thought of this or the producers i was trying to figure out if he was just trying to do something to basically be like you have no way of not kissing me i think what it is is he doesn't really have any talents i'm guessing and like no way to like actually like you know be charming to her that would sway her so he does that like really sad thing where you're like a kid and it's like really simple you're like oh she sees me how how good i am at handball she'll be like ah oh, fuck <laughs> miles is so good at handball i oh. bet he needs his you see i did that sucked. rainbow <laughs> just i'm saying like i feel like that's that's the kind of like simple ass logic where he's like oh 
Well, what she needs to do is see me be sick at bowling. Then oh. she'll fucking totally fall in love with me. Right. And I yeah. think that's like such a cute 12-year-old kind of well, ba- baby kind of idea. It's dude, very sweet. It seemed like what was after four hours of bowling, he couldn't hit a strike at all. Or he would be painfully close. He could just pick up spares. Couldn't hit a strike. It was so funny. It was so funny. I was, it was felt so karmically satisfying because it was like, oh yeah, you, again, you, you tried to create a situation where there was no way she couldn't kiss you because it's a game you are pretty good at. And there's a high probability that you would achieve this and boom. And then to see him just struggle because he was fucking kind of getting a little like, <laughs> yep here we go oh God. <laughs> he got gutter uh. balls how are you gonna be a professional baller yeah. and get gutter balls i get gutter balls <laughs> i just don't well, understand and it also blue made balls me, lead to gutter balls it just he's like trying to get a strike all he's doing is striking <laughs> out it was so sad yeah <laughs> and uh he also god i'm sorry i i also just have to say that he didn't even know enough to just maybe hold the professional bowling thing until after like if you kicked ass at that and then like whatever she was like oh my god you're so good how are you so good then you could be like "Ugh, i'm sorry uh i didn't tell you something i'm a professional bowler but it's kind of like setting yourself up to be like uh just before i watch this i'm a pro and then to suck so badly because in the end too it's not like an impressive thing it's really a sad accidental like, win. Most people who have bowled have, you know, bowled a strike. You know, we've all done it. Some of us, you know, have uh, had legendary games. Myself not included. I'm terrible at bowling. But like, it's not impressive to see. So it's kind of like, see, and then to see him fail and struggle at it is like a dude betting you, like, if you're at like a kid's basketball court on like an eight foot rim. And this guy's like, yo, I could watch me dunk on that. I bet I can dunk on this. And you're like, yeah, well, you're like a six foot tall man. Like, and your 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 hands already can kind of touch the rim. That's not really impressive. And then the guy keeps struggling to dunk it. You just be like, what the fuck is this? This is such a weird bet. And it's not, it, it's a weird thing to see someone struggle at. I think that's a weird non-flex penalty but he's in pennsylvania so nothing <laughs> yeah, can get yeah. to him none of those so. are actually wait let me yep i hear the door it's shut sorry so yeah he finally bowls a strike and they kiss and i she is so uncomfortable the whole time I she can't. moves her face he gets her cheek oh. and then kind of tries to get by her mouth again it's one of the awkwardest things I've ever seen. It and I saw really myself awful. go through middle school. So <laughs> yeah, really, truly. We all been there. But to yeah. see that and like, because he did that thing where he wanted to like make out. And she just did like a, she's like, I will peck you on the lips kind of, but like barely, sir, please. She also never agreed when he was like, how about we both for a kiss? She was like, uh, uh right. No. And then she was like, it's too soon to kiss on the lips. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to keep bowling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a strike. <laughs> and then, I don't know, it's just weird to see him try and, ugh. yeah. Anyway, so they go to dinner and it is really, really interesting to basically watch her constantly keep him at an arm's distance. Not interesting, but like 
disturbing to see because I, A, I don't, I was already dealing with the shock of her being like real, but I'm glad to see that it's so, they're so incompatible that hopefully it will just end uh, because there's, the chemistry is so non-existent to the point that it will suck the energy out of you to witness them interact. I think if there was any couples bullying by them, that they would have just like gotten home and broken up just from the toxic energy put out by that fucking couple. It was right. so awful. And then um, they go out to dinner and she orders the weirdest order I've ever heard, which is pasta with rabbit and a glass of grapefruit juice. Wait, is that is that what she drank? <laughs> yeah she got pasta with rabbit and a glass of fresh squeeze the rabbit i'm i'm not grapefruit too... juice yeah the grapefruit juice as a no pasta, it's a combo a... it's a yeah. it's the combo. combo i would eat the shit out of those things separately but i do not understand them together does she not drink maybe that's like her weird way of having like an edgy thing to drink with your meal I was like, I think she's just trying to make the most noxious farts she can to like keep them away for the night. I don't mm. know why Elsie would just be like, I'm gonna drink something lasagna. hella acidic like a beef with lasagna. Will be <laughs> pretty much the end of it for me. Uh, so yeah, I don't. The, the whole time she's basically just saying like, Yo, pump the brakes, sir. Like, I still need to figure out like if I will even agree to be your prisoner wife or whatever you think this is. Your bus um, fucking ward. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, I would really like to take you to America, so we need to figure this out. And also, I would very much like to bone you at my hotel this evening, if you will say yes. Uh, again, more fucking just. Ugh, I was fucking. He essentially crazy my said body. to her, "No fucky, no ringy." Mm. He was like, um, mm. "Well, just you know, before mm. I propose to you." Um, I just have to know that we're, you know, compatible. It's like, gotta have that test fuck. He is grotesque in every way. The way he treats her is so creepy. I cannot command her highly enough for not giving him her actual address. Yeah. <laughs> that was the smartest thing she yeah. could have done. I mean, honestly, uh, Lana gets a bonus, another one. Uh, also, just because I like that she's actually a scammer. Uh, and so I like that silver jacket. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad they let her wear the Nike logo in this episode and the bowling. <laughs> I just she like wore that outfit twice. Did that all happen in one day? Like they met, they went bowling, they had dinner. Uh, the dinner, I think, was she was wearing the same thing as she was wearing when they were like uh, that, like peach sweatsuit or whatever mm -hmm. but the jackets were different two different times right oh. one was the silver one and the other one was like her black oh coat. yeah 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 i'm just trying I to think, figure out if they were I like fucking around the sequence in my head because these they're tricky oh yeah they probably right. were fucking around with the sequence uh but the problem is is that there's no way they can edit this to make it look like look like he's not the creepiest dude on earth and she's not no. a scammer no. there's no way to edit this they have to edit that. him out yeah Anyway, Erica and Stephanie, what a fucking another snooze fest. I'm going to be catty for one moment. I love it when you get catty, so I'm here for it. 
<laughs> it's time. You know what? Oh, he needs no. some milk. He needs some milk. Meow. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> uh, her gray python print fashion nova chico's collab dress i was having a real hard time getting behind just aesthetically <laughs> i don't like the print i don't like the cut what up uh, with them titties though that's fine but that's not the dress that's titties all i remember <laughs> do not the dress make i know but i don't <laughs> actually <laughs> don't remember <laughs> I truly, I truly don't remember the rest of the uh, the outfit at all. I just remember uh, that I said to my, I wrote down only crazy people fly in high heels or sandals, but both. Come on, this sandals, bitch is flying yeah. in Your wedges. Out, it's what is so wrong cold. with you? Ugh. It's so yeah, cold. and it's gross. That means they're like almost touching the airplane floor. Yeah, yeah. sick. Um, anyway, Sex. so she's a lizard. You know what I mean? She has no interest in any real human connection because she's also, just like. Also, we should have guessed that she was going to be like like this on the plane. Gross, because she puts her fucking luggage on the bed, and we already knew yeah. that. Well, in all fairness, she was a. Uh, I think she was le- when you leave, and they're going to change the sheets. I've had a suitcase on the bed. I don't like that. I usually use the rack, but I have. I'm just being We've honest. We've seen her do it in the beginning of the trip. Duh. Yes, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying I wanted to. I just wanted to be honest. I wanted to absolve myself of the guilt that I was holding inside to admit that I also have put a suitcase on a bed, but it was as I was checking out, <laughs> and the sheets would have been clean. My honor, you have my been honor. Cleared. Yes, my honor. Thank you so I much, accept. my honor. Uh, and thank you, thank you to the jury as well and the K one jury. Uh, so. This motherfucker expected Erica to send her off at the fucking airport. The way she, I don't know, like this I just bitch thought cried. Maybe she She's like, I just thought after I was abusive and gaslighting her for two weeks at her house in front of her family and friends, I just thought she would drive me to the airport and just oh say my, goodbye uh, so we part on good terms. Uh, God, I hate her. You're stressing me out. If I heard you talk like that, I would not be. If you seriously spoke to someone like that, like I would not be your friend. I'm just. I wouldn't be my friend. (laughs) It would be. I would be like, oh my god, what the fuck was that? I'm like, yo, you're just mad because you said the Quiznos they didn't toast your shit enough. Yeah, and I said I have a disease, and it's like clear that I've suffered a lot. I'm a white woman, and it's like, why is the sun not toasted? I need this horseradish peppercorn prime rib toasted on onion bread. Oh, <laughs> uh, I used to eat the shit out of that. What happened to that? This what happened to Quiznos? This free cookie. Where is my cookie? Oh, oh, God. Be gone, Karen. Be gone. <laughs> Get out my fucking head. So She's just, uh, yeah, she's entitled and shitty. And then I think we're supposed to be feeling bad for her when she's in the car with her mom. She's like, I love my mom so much. It's so hard for her not to know. Not to know what? That you're faking being bisexual? Get the fuck out of here. She did that thing again where, okay, Marta and Magda. So Marta is Magda's best friend or one of her homegirls. They both come up and they got the dogs. And her mom is doing the, 
like any mother, your child has gone on a big trip. They come back. You got a thousand. Qu- oh, what happened? Who'd you do? What was that? Oh, you met the. And slowly, you know, like she can tell just by the way Stephanie's answering stuff. She's not. She's being just like very evasive. And that's what Magda's like. I'm sure with this voice ringing in her head. Hey, I'm telling you, Magda. I'm, I think she's gay. Why would she meet? Watch, if she met the parents, why would you meet the parents? Why would you meet the parents? You gonna get married? You gonna kiss? They're gay, Magda. They're freaking gay. And that's cool, though. I'm not saying it's weird or nothing. I think it's actually, honestly, Magda, it's kind of cool. Actually, Magda, it's probably the coolest thing I think I could think of right now in the quarantine. <laughs> Um, Plus so, one million to you and Matthew. <laughs> so she just goes, you know, are you telling me everything? And Stephanie does her the tried and true mom pivot. She starts telling her, she starts like bringing up the fight, and then completely does like the thing you tell your mom, which is your completely biased version of the story. We had an argument because she's a total whore and I'm the best person in the world. And yeah. I just really just that's what happened. It was an argument and I was and 100% people, people right. on the internet think like I'm one way and like they just see my persona on the internet and like my whole brand and like who I am on the internet and online and like they meet me in person and like that's not the person I am and like they said these ideas and then they get mad and she's like, yeah, well, you know, you're conservative, you know, so... She's All like, right, I don't know. So like, I guess you're telling me that now you just can't tell people you're gay online and act like you want a sexual relationship with them. And then when you meet them in person, you don't. I guess you're telling me I don't have a right to do that. OK, then this really isn't America. I guess I wasn't born in the United States. So, no, and... I will not wear a mask in this fucking Costco. <laughs> and um, I have a gun on me right now. <laughs> Uh, about, speaking of masks, this fool I thought had to be extra suited and booted to protect herself. So, like you're saying, she's going open toed on a plane, exposed feet on a plane. Also, she's pulling up to the airport with no protection. Is like, hey man, y'all got some masks? Hey, what? Excuse you? I laughed because they were like, no. And then she was like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. What? That's the plan. <laughs> the plan was if their answer was no, you just don't have a mask. You know why? Okay. Selective disease haver. I don't want to say she's like finessing, but if that really mattered, right? You, you know, who get, she's, for, she's know freaking canceled, life, Magda. She's freaking she canceled. Freaking canceled. Sorry. Pass the klobasi. Magda, I don't care what you say. That that Klobasi ain't getting to her. She's in she's in freaking Pennsylvania. <laughs> Holy Magda, come on. She's probably kissing down there. Uh, we already know this, but just the level entitle of entitlement that it takes to be like you've broken someone's heart over and over again, <laughs> thrown shit, like <laughs> been mean in front of their friends, and you still expect that person to meet you at the airport. Confidence. That's- that's some like le- like I don't know Karen on Karen on the Karen world shit. fucking owes you everything. I mean I can't imagine it honestly. You are the Doctor Manhattan of entitlement. It's <laughs> like yes, just like Fuck. everything. I wish she were here now, even though I completely pushed her away and fucked her head. Uh. <laughs> All right, so shall we? Let's move on to the the next powerhouse couple, Lisa and Usman. 
this is again yawn. It's like a lot of yelling, but it, this is we've seen this same old bullshit it's again over and over. the same issue over and over. Uh, you're controlling. Uh, this is my culture to be controlling. It's my culture for me to be in charge as a man. I was here under the impression that I was buying a black man. Oh, I was here under the impression that I actually could just get to America without being owned by a white person. Oh, and then we've been seeing this over and over and back and forth between them for so long. It's the most toxic fucking circle. It's never over. They literally have that same argument every time. Everybody around them is like, what are you doing? Why are you getting married? And they just keep showing their ass over and over like that. I don't even... I th- yes, there are details to discuss about them, but I'm like just tired of it. it. It's like, okay, he proposed, great. His brother shows up, and they all talk again. They all gang up on her to just be like, okay, well, now I have three voices that'll confirm my bias, and then you forgot be- that they have a fight before the proposal. Yeah, where she's mad that you didn't propose already because the yeah. wedding's tomorrow. I don't even know what any of the arguments are about ever. It's just so stupid. They are incompatible. She is not going to be the wife he expects or needs to uh, her to be, and and vice versa in terms of the husband she wants or expects, which is just someone she can completely be in control of, and he and vice versa. So, two people can't show up with a controller because this is a one-player game. And I got the controller, <laughs> so you're gonna watch. Uh, and actually, the arcade always wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that is how it is. There, I yeah. mean, I can't, I, I can't watch any more of. Um, also, I think what makes me extra sad about it is I feel like she thinks that, like, I bet it makes her feel young you know to have these very extreme highs and lows all the time i think half the reason she like throws fits like that all the time is because i think she's like this is what it's like oh i remember to be like 22 and it's like no you just remember what it's like to be in love with a 22 year old you're not becoming younger by fucking someone younger you're actually just showing how insecure you are and how you fundamentally cannot be with someone like that much younger and a totally different life path who wants totally different things from life than you and you're just clinging to him with your fucking talons what is that just let the fuck go she's like i did everything to be to pretend to be you and to pretend to be nigerian now just fuck me in peace i mean i did everything i could to blend into the culture bitch you pretended to pray one time you wear a, that's a head covering, maybe occasionally, begrudgingly. What mm-hmm. else did you do? You shit on the food, if I remember correctly. What? Please tell me. Show me one time yeah. you actually blended in or tried to or anything. You don't respect the culture at all. You just will do anything to get what you want, which is Usman. Yeah, this, it, it's completely just ran out of everything. Like, I, I can't. I, there's there's no there's nothing anymore i watch this and i grow tired of this fucking chaotic mess and i don't care if they get married or not because it it, it doesn't change the fact that either way it's fucked it's not gonna work leave it alone and that's all i gotta say unless they 
come come some come with something better than that TLC. But also just like let them be done. And she's also another entitled person where she thought she could sit down with her brother, his brothers, and turn them against him. <laughs> I'm like, are you high? No one even wants you to marry him. They literally all could just keep looking at you and saying, you're too old and too right. white and too American for this. Yeah. And you think that you're going to sit down and say, hey, aren't you guys on my side about the fact that I don't listen to your brother at all? <laughs> what their culture is not one that's going to support you what are you talking about but just the entitlement that she's like no i'm going to sit down and they're going to obviously be on my side that's how it works that's how it's always been all right let's move on but i also wrote i wrote this this note that has nothing to do with anything but i wrote ah baby girl lisa is becoming a baby woman Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know what it means <laughs> at From all. Baby so. girl to baby woman. All right, well, uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. Hi, Ash and Avery. Bye. Great. That's all you need to know about them. TBD is essentially what we found out here. He needs a passport. That was boring. And I'm sure he lied because she's like, so when did you apply for the passport? He was like, actually, two months, actually. And I'm like, I'm sure actually actually, you're um, lying. Actually. Actually, in linear time, uh, 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 Three days ago. Well, you know how men's are, <laughs> brains are boxes, actually. So uh, you will not be understanding the units of time, actually, as the male brain counts them, actually. Yes. I would can... say for you, uh, one and a half menstrual cycles ago. <laughs> Let me put it in a term, actually, that you can actually actualize in your mind, actually. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they should break up. I hate him, and I think he should get looser pants. And uh, oh. I think that those, I can't stand his tight pants. I can't. Yeah. And I well, think yeah, it was yeah. weird that he cried and said he's going to miss his best friend. If she's his best friend, yeah, he's truly not close to anyone in his life. I just well, broke quit. I think both he's of being you. a ham. That's yeah. kind of his like whole vibe. Like he's, he's a just, sociopath. You know, I don't know. He's not. There's not. There's nothing really authentic about anything he yeah, says. Yeah, I guess those are just crocodile tears. Yeah. Fuck I mean, I guy. bet his muscles are fake. You know. <laughs> so probably. <laughs> so that's probably how fake this guy is. So <laughs> that's why, like, you should like look at guys who aren't so muscular. You know, <laughs> probably more honest anyway. Uh, okay, let's move on to 
What? Oh my God. I just, I, I hear some clippity clopping coming down the road, down the escalator at the San From Diego airport. Oh, oh, <laughs> pony. This is a, this was a hard episode. Very specifically because Norma is in it. Pony's mother. She is so cute to come pick him up from the airport looking adorable in her eyeliner. She walks like my, she my mom's mom. Did. She has like She's this so little cute. short lady waddle. And I'm like, oh, oh look at her go. I love her, her short lady waddle. Oh. And she's she's she brings Teddy. She's, she's so a precious. Queen. Pony is in tears when he arrives. He's like, oh my god, Teddy. Uh, he, he cries when he sees Teddy out. and he kisses Teddy on the face multiple times. He doesn't fucking kiss his mom. Yeah, well. That's how you know he's a bad person. It's because he still blames her for uh, his parents' divorce. So, <laughs> still won't get past that, mom. I don't care how many N64s you get me. Fucking wave race sucks. <laughs> Um, that is a non-specific reference. I just improvised. The whole thing with Pony, though, is when Norma has to ask, you know, where, where, but where's Rose? Like she, she's so like excited. Her face, her she gives you so many facial expressions. It's a journey. And when he says Rose is out, oh my god, she's shattered. I'm sorry, Rose's out is also the funniest way to put it. Like it was Rose's like a out. business yeah. deal that she fucking like reneged oh, on. Oh, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's so yeah. ridiculous to me. You know what it is. Oh, Rose is out. Not, oh, I broke her heart and we broke up, but or Rose is out. The real version, the more honest version would have been, Rose doesn't want to be with me. Yeah, because she broke up with me of because course. I'm but a bad person. But he can't say, but he can't even say that though. That's what... Saying Rose is out is a preventative measure from out loud saying, Rose doesn't want to be with me. And then you could say, but see, the thing is, when he gets in the car with Norma, Pony starts clippity-clopping his little fucking pony mouth and telling lies. Well, of course, he's not going to be honest. He's like the Stephanie in this case. He's like, actually, Teddy, come here, Teddy. Come, mom, you don't understand. She didn't want to talk about her past, mom. She didn't think I trusted her, mom. I'm just a pony, mom. <laughs> He's just, I, I, it, whatever. I mean, I just was upset that he was lying to Norma because he She's was honestly just a shitty little pony. That's what he should have told his mom. Look, mom, I, sh- I gotta be keeping 100,000 with you. I was a shit pone when I was over there. And I don't deserve love. Exactly. But she's just like, it will pass. It will pass. I was she's like, so Mama, don't waste your time on this pony. But does she only but have one son? I don't know. I don't want to explore anything deeper than what I'm seeing on this show with, with any of these people. Amen. <laughs> I can only imagine. Because everyone's life is infinitely more interesting than, you know, whatever version we seem to know about them. So... If I'm already seeing this, I can already imagine the layers of the everything. But Norma, uh, just please protect her heart. Uh, and then finally, this is, again, no, absolutely nothing but a manufactured tearjerker moment. 
um, with Darce and Stace um, visiting. I wrote, this is grief porn and I don't like it. Yeah. I, it. So Darce is obviously sad, you know, because she's like a new, she's like a new woman and, you know, I'm taking care of myself and, you know. I'm like a phoenix actually rising from the ashes. Phoenix, like just coming out, like, <laughs> There it like, is. There it it's is. It's like I'm finally focused on me again, you know? And it's I'm focused like, on stays. me. I'm focused like, on like... You know, I'm just like the independent woman I always meant to be. And the way I'm getting my independence is like being honest about like my own weaknesses. You know, like my lips, they could be bigger, you know? And I think like that's one of the main things I can work on right now. What about I my titties? Also... Could they be, yeah, be they're bigger? Yeah, like they teeny, could be. Teeny tinies, basically. Um, they just, you know, they people call them mosquito bites. They're just, I, I don't know. I don't want to be the president of the itty titty bitty committee anymore. Oh man, remember when that was like some shit you could say and like really fuck? That was like bullying. <laughs> yeah. And it's so lame though. I'm like, what? It's like no swag to that. It's like, okay. Makes you sound so nerdy for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a bad than... guy in Mary Poppins or some shit. <laughs> You're from the itty bitty titty committee. Like, what the f- man? I just smacked this shit out of him. Oh my god, that's, what that's was the that? Song, that's a song that Dick Van Dyke sings in Mary Poppins. The itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> While he's cleaning a chimney, that, that's what's up. Itty bitty titty committee. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can go with that. Um, so, anyway, yeah, her whole thing is new, new, heard, and new, everything new. And so, let's go to our. Uh, brother who passed away like they explain i think it was like in one of the first episodes like their whole brand is based like a tribute to their brother who passed away from like a unique uh, rare form of cancer and the conversation around the brother is like you know he would have protected me you know he would have known and like he would have never let this happen and like he would have always the best man he's the one who protected me and he's the best man that i've ever known and like these montage like of photos and I'm not trying to like diminish the her, their brother's death. That's tragic. What it what was really uncomfortable is that the producers are c- clearly being like, let's try and make like a moment here. Like let's get something like where the sisters visit like their brother's grave. Like just as Darcy is like trying to turn a corner. And, you know, like, let's let's really bring this stuff out and get them to talk about that. It made me feel like a vulture and I didn't like watching it. They're literally caressing the gravestone and like crying. And I was like, this is something. And I go to the cemetery. I mean, not right now, but my grandpa and I go would go to the cemetery several times a year, every year, forever, because it's like so important to him to go visit my grandma. And if anybody had ever like filmed that for a reality show. I would feel really, really fucked up about it. Right. And the fact that they were like, I mean, clearly they did it yeah. with Stace and Darcy's permission. But I just thought, man, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere, right? To be like, please film from far away. I don't want you to like have the mics on or, you know, something where you're like, can you give us a little bit of privacy? So this isn't just like grief porn. I really that really yeah. bugged me. No, because I'd hate to think that they were willingly, willing, like, willingly going along with exploiting that dimension of their personal life, like, if they felt like it was advantageous to them or something. And then I don't know what that dynamic is between the network, whatever. It was just weird. And, like, 
made me feel weird. Because like anyone who goes to a a cemetery to like actually visit a loved one, you know, depending on how relatively soon, like you know, fresh it is or whatever, or how long it's been. Either way, it's a pretty solemn moment, and like it's a very like like one of the few moments you can take to be like try and feel a physical presence or like try and be like connect or something and yeah just having a camera would be completely completely fucking that would weird me out i don't know and it's That's weird because i feel like it was so staged like even them picking up the flowers and having them and i don't know i pick up flowers too but just a, do, do you know what i mean i just feel like yeah. all of it was very produced and and uh i would have respected it more had it been the camera was a little bit further away you couldn't hear what they were talking about you can still see that like it's an important moment first for darce but yeah didn't really need to hear that anyway this is a shitty episode yeah we'll see what happens even like the next time it seemed like the biggest thing was yolanda gets a sit down and we'll see some facts but like it's we'll already know like, we already know this is a scam. Williams is not real. Unless it's the new <laughs> Lana. Oh, my God. No, that can't uh, be. Was there anything else in the... No, dude. This is truly it. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, sorry. TLC, you need, to, you need to make good on this shit. The fucking tell-all better be good. Um, I'm going to read a complimentary review. Oh, fantastic. And we, you know we love our K1s. Love them. This one is called Epic Five Stars. It's by Nikki13051. This podcast is hilarious and as addictive as 90 Day Fiance. Every time you mention Pony, I die laughing. Keep up the fun times. Enjoy this podcast. Um, nice. This one is by Slishy. Hilarity every time, five stars. This is the only podcast that I can't wait to drop each week. When Miles did his conversation between Steph and Erica's dads, <laughs> the cry laugh face. That's my favorite, oh, too, Slishy. I also crack up when they talk about Pony and play all of the little sound effects. You don't have to ruin your brain by watching the show. Just listen to this podcast. Well, that's so nice. <laughs> don't ruin your brain. Let us ruin our brains in multiple ways simultaneously (laughs) and talk about this bullshit. And um, we've also not really been checking our DMs. So if you've been sending them, um, don't worry, I'll get to you. Things have been a little bit up in the air in our world, but we love you. Keep them coming. Keep the reviews coming. You are our favorites. Okay. Uh, Well... (laughs) Thanks for listening to this installment. Check us out at 420 Day Fiance on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio. Uh, also, check out the iHeartRadio app or any other app to get these podcasts and leave a review on iTunes or wherever. Just let people know. Scream it from a mountain. Scream it in your cubicle if you are able to work safely or your home office and annoy the people you live with. Um, with that, you can find me, Sophia Alexandra, at the Sophia S O F I Y A on Twitter and Instagram, and also on my other weekly podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with my co-host 
Courtney Kosak. And you can find me, Miles Gray, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray, Gray with an A. And you can listen to me on the Daily Zeitgeist every day with Jack O'Brien and Jamie Loftus. Um, all right. Well, see you guys later. Please be safe and be kind to each other and love each other and love yourself, too. You know? Right. Yeah, we love you. Bye. Bye. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Camp Hell and Awakey is the podcast that investigates a school for at-risk children that became a breeding ground for abuse. It was kind of like an outdoor summer camp where you would live in some cabins and do outdoor things. They always seemed to leave out the slave labor, or as they called it, vocational therapy. Listen to Camp Hell and Awakey on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.